Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Fingers crossed. Uh, we can only hope. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back to Acts of Pod. It's our special Halloween edition. So my the <laughs> the title I've been working with is Acts of the Pod People. Like <laughs> that, that's the Halloween edition. Um. So as everybody knows, I'm on lead vocal. Gina, the most important part of the band. <laughs> Everybody knows that. We we don't even have to fight about it anymore. It's like um it's like Freddie Mercury. Uh you know. It's like Jan He's is that the only <laughs> What do you can think of it? What? No, I was going to say, who can name any other Sorry, people from Queen? No. Well, that's what I was going to say. It was like, I'm like Janis Joplin, your big brother. I'm. Oh, ooh, interesting. Right, right, right. I'm like, <laughs> I'm the show and you're the support. Um, okay. Anyway, okay. so I'm Gina. I'm on lead vocal. We've got Anne, as always, on bass. Hello. And how are you feeling? I'm doing great. I saw a hawk this morning, so it was a good day. Oh, God. Okay. Majesty. Um, <laughs> we'll get into that later. All I right, definitely all right. need to hear more about it. We're going to listen to some of that falconry. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it later. People might think I'm kidding, but I'm not. No, they'll... Oh, I, I, I mean, I know that you're serious. Uh, yeah, the attack. thing is, is I'm... I, I couldn't be more serious. No, I think they have a pretty good idea. If they've ever heard you talk about anything <laughs> else, they'll t- they'll believe ever. this happened. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So anyway, and then we've got good day, Cezanne. good medicine. Yeah. And uh, says as you, some of you may know, she got a haunted oboe off of eBay, <laughs> and we had Fitzwilliam yeah. in the pod studio. For three weeks, haunting the place. Yep. Um, we yep. figured out. I was a little he, disappointed. He just wanted Can to. Can I know, ask a question? Who's Fitzwilliam? Fitzwilliam, it was the is was the ghost that was living in Cezanne's oboe. Oh, oh, it's oh from okay. I thought it was like a real person, not it, living he, there. But are you saying that if? You have to be alive in order to be real because. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I think we all know that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Come on, open your minds. I think Fitzwilliam <laughs> would like to talk to you about that. Oh God! No. Well, he's oh. been here the whole time. <laughs> he's pretty non-threatening i'm a little disappointed well here's the thing he just wanted to make sure that his brothers and sisters made it to the new world which they did i looked it up for him oh they all died of cholera so after he found that out he was perfectly fine crossing well that's the thing and look and that's 
that's why we need to come to rehearsal where we work <laughs> through our dreams. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we we can do whimsy. We can do, you know, um, global trends. We could, like, and we can do an industrial rework like I've been talking about. Okay. Oh, that would be interesting. Like, we could go even further down the spiral. It's a, a Nine Inch Nails tribute. Even further uh, yeah. down. Even f- Let me just tell you it. something, Gina. Yeah. Gina, I trust you. Thank you. I'll follow you anywhere down the musical path. All right, thank you. All right, so we're all doing good. We all feel... Um, we have, I think we all feel safe talking about our dreams. <laughs> and, uh, but do we feel safe talking about our nightmares? Ooh. Yes, that too. Right? Ooh. Yeah. And I hope you like that segue, Anne, because... That was. It's what, it's what in music you might call a bridge. Ooh. Well, Ooh. watch out you... for the troubled water. <laughs> because it's the Halloween episode of Acts of Pod. Oh gosh! It's Acts of the Pod people. Spooktacular. Oh. Um, I have brought two spooky ooky tales. I okay. asked. I asked Anne to bring one. I don't know. Did you find a spooky ooky tale? <laughs> I um Uh-oh. you know I found I, I've got quite a bit of notes but okay. uh I might have gone off the rails nice. all. Uh, how uncharacteristic of uncharacteristically you. but let's let's let me see where you're going first because I actually I have several different stories oh, I'll okay. go with. So um let's just let's let's hear what you gotta say. All right, I'll lay down the first track, show you where. Yeah. Can I just say, um, just right from the start, right from the get-go, I don't have a spooky story. Okay. I mean, you you never know. Look, I tried. I did a little Guggen in between (laughs) running around. (laughs) And I just like was like this is hard and so tonight i'm just like i mean most nights honestly i'm just gonna be like the pillow princess of the pod i'm just gonna lay back listen i did i did a little googan i did a little googan i was like this is hard so i'm just gonna be the pillow princess of the pod ready so make me feel something make me feel something (laughs) jesus god oh my god I mean, you really can. You really can tell the difference in ages between different podcasters. I mean, <laughs> if you just want to know the age of a woman, just gauge her exhaustion level. <laughs> Make me feel something. Yeah, <laughs> like there are, like a there's like this whole section of YouTube where it's just reaction videos to people. Who haven't heard like really classic songs for what? Oh, yeah, those are fun. And um, I was like, they're usually like elderly people in the comments that, uh-huh. and um, it's like a, its own cottage industry. But I was like, I'm sure there's quite a few people with paralyzing depression that. <laughs> just watch people react to like like other people having feelings about things yeah yeah that's yeah. the one that's the one cause it'll be like guy listening to opera for the first time oh god guy listening to back in black for the first time oh no right. you know what like, oh this is what like you're just describing like. some of my my relationship with youtube yeah it's what a depressed okay. person does. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's what I came to realize. Male head. 
I was like, I know exactly who the audience for this is. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, I remember when I used to do that. And then I was like, feel things. <laughs> Tears, they're not coming. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that used to upset me, too. Like, that's Does somebody me- else feel for me. No, I mean, I do the same thing on Twitter. Like, when people get revved up about something, I was like, that used to happen to me. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Really? I was like, now, like, that turtle from Never Ending Story, oh, now I get God. it. Oh, man, totally. I mean, that, man. I took around 180 on that character. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, this is... When I was a kid, I was like, this thing is the worst. No, I'm well, like, I, didn't really, I get it. I didn't That's really understand wisdom. him. I was just like, why is he so... Just like, whatever. <laughs> because that turtle care. knows, same as it ever was. That's right. That turtle's... He understands yeah. it. He's, He's in the core of his carapace. But is it was it a male or a female turtle? It, well, uh, that's the thing. It was kind of was like female. it was like an effete male. Oh, was it? Okay. Why? Why do we have to? Why do we have to nail down their gender? What? He would. Um, yeah. He would say. <laughs> not that it matters. But yes. Yes. Yeah. Which was like at the time it took so long, but it was like that really yeah. long dramatic. So it was like not only did he not care, but it was so elegant, you know. And he's like, "Not that it matters, <laughs> but now." And he kept saying, "But in that moment, I was a Treyu with my youthful, like, you know, come on, just what's going on here." That's exactly it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you definitely still have that. I do, spark. and when I don't know, you know, I should have. It should have died a long time ago. No, I'm glad. You it's, know? No, no, don't let the swamp of sadness take you down. Oh God, I, you but I've always, artex. I've always lived in the swamp of sadness. But I've always be? lived as be a Treyu, a Treyu are you screaming be in the swamp of sickness. <laughs> well, it, you know, the worst part of that is, is like, <laughs> what is that horse thinking about? Like, why is he so depressed? Oh. Well, because it's the swamp. Yeah, exactly. What is the horse like? No, it's like magic mud. No, I, I know, it. but exactly oh. what is it? Like, oh. no, 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 I know, but like. What we're saying oh, is beast of what burden. Is the, beast the of burden. Horse recalling. Ooh. Beast. Beast of burden. You think so? And yeah. you nailed it. You That's nailed a it good so take. fast. Beast of burden, man. He. he... Oh gosh, you're really in touch with your animal subjugation, <laughs> like. Yeah. Things. No, but it's true. He didn't have a life of his own. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's not that he didn't love a treyu. Of course he did. But how many people? Do- I mean, but. Can Do you see any other him? horses around him? But he's Where's like, his what's horses? the point? This isn't my journey. They're a fucking it's herd not my animal. Dream. I didn't They're choose herd. this dream. Yeah, horses are a herd animal. Where are the other horses? They're not in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he sacrificed his own life, his own dream, to support Atreyu. It's not that he doesn't love him, but yeah. Right. Sometimes. But shit, when you're like, oh, oh, I don't know what happened to my mom and dad is... and my herd and blah. Right. Like, forget we, it. I'll we just used get to have fun. Swamp. I I I thought about having kids one day. Whatever, maybe not. Yeah. And then the Probably swamp of sadness. Running. Okay. Oh. Well, on that it's note, dark. it's dark. It's dark. It's real dark, and it's about to get. Even darker. Ooh. Halloweenish. Halloween dark. Let's do it. Halloweenish. So I thought that I would. Um, I have two stories and they are related because to the same person. And speaking of both depression and Dark Night of the Soul, it's <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Oh, perfect. Interesting. Interesting. I almost went with an Abe Lincoln. 
myself. Well, there are a lot of stories about him because, like, a lot of figures that are assassinated because, you know, after it's like when people are trying to make sense of it afterwards, there's always. Yeah, no, it's fascinating. Well, and people like him and MLK and, like, they knew that depending on what position they, either way, what the position they took on an issue that their life was going to be in danger. So it almost makes you superstitious, even if you're not, you know? Yeah. Um, So there's like, there are stories in all of those cases where people were sort of like they, they were looking for signs almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's human nature, is we're always looking for signs and patterns and something, omens and this and that. Right, because it is so, especially when it's so, it's like the, like the Garden of Gethsemane. So, guys, this is the part where if you're not from the <laughs> South. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, God, here or, we go. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you weren't raised religious, I'll tell you what that is. Okay. I, I didn't realize, like, that is something that's so Southern, which is to, like, do, like, incredibly religious reference and expect people to know what that is. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, when I talk to people now, they're like, no, I I wasn't raised. I didn't go to church three times a week. And I was like, fair. That's fair. I know about it fair from, like, Thank you. not, yes. not being in church, like, being raised Catholic. You don't learn about bible stories i learned about that from like analogies in like movies or literature you know oh well that sounds elitist can you repeat what it was and i am and i am well you're you're you know making you're making me feel a little self-conscious good that's my entire objective in life thank you (laughs) if catholicism gave me anything it was a healthy sense of me being better (laughs) yeah everyone else yeah Yeah, god knows that's not true at all well the it's more it's the guilt the crushing guilt yeah so tell about the garden okay garden of gethsemane is um where it was before like jesus had to come to grips with the fact that he was going to die for the cause. And he was essentially, like, just begging God to, like, get him out of it. Because, like, he knew it was coming. But, like, then he just had to, like, accept that there wasn't any other way out of it. You know, like... Okay. And I think that, you know, when... Especially, like... When you're going up the up against the powerful, but especially if if somebody's like representing the poor and trying to unite the poor against the powerful, yeah, like if somebody's gonna kill you. Somebody's gonna. I mean, I'm gonna. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, right. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's that's the that's like a archetype, right? right. Yeah. I mean, historically, that they don't die natural deaths. Okay, so Abraham Lincoln. Okay, so not only was is I thought <laughs> was you know, me, mythos <laughs> mythos is that what? how you say it or is it mythos yeah. mythos? I mean, I feel like you can say it oh mythos. Yeah, well, yeah, I know what you're saying. I can write it. Listen, you're in charge here. That's right. yeah. That is that is right. I am in charge here. Glad okay. glad to have you affirm it. So, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so <laughs> he he was also, um, and I think like a lot of people that have been through, like okay, he he was definitely he was so depressed. That yeah. they knew he was depressed in the 19th century. Yeah. Like that, right. Like, yeah. That's like the Olympics of depressed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like 
just overt, yeah, undeniable sign. Like you know, we don't want to acknowledge melancholia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when when people are you know of the time are like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's kind of like I would say a depression of some sort. Like I mean, it's yeah, just right. so spot on. Dude, like it's yeah. not. It's not like other mental illnesses, but it's definitely a mental illness where you're (laughs) just paralyzed. I don't know. It's, (laughs) you know. Like, in the 19th century, where mental illness was, like, reserved for, uh, you know, women and non-white people. (laughs) Like, you know. (laughs) Right. It, like, it was, or just, yeah, it was uh, psychosis. It was ableist. Basically. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so anyway, like so depressed that he stood out amongst the crowd, even in the 1800s. But on top of that, he had like, you know, experienced incredible trauma and incredible loss. Like he had lost children, mm-hmm. and um. And, you know, his wife was, again, mentally ill for the 19th century. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, I'm not surprised that they were attracted to each other. Like, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. You get get me, Abe. You get me, Mary. Like like, the uh, Zelda and what's-his-fuck of the 19th century. That's beautiful. What's his name? Gerald. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Charles Dickinson. <laughs> Charles Dickinson. And his wife, Zelda. I honestly thought you were talking... It took me a long time before I st- thought of anything other than the video game. Than the video game? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I was like, uh, Link? F- uh, Fitzgerald. Yeah. Yeah, I just said that. Jesus. Anyway, uh, so they're both depressed, and at the the other time was you know the occult was very fashionable, mm-hmm. and they had both seen um, sort of and and it was sort of the way that it was treated at the time was that it was just like something fun to do, and they. Wanted to see if they could contact their son, and Ew, it was yeah. like Timothy you know, wasn't that Pat- his name? William, I think. Oh, it was William. I'm like, oh, Timothy. No, <laughs> you're right. I honestly, I wouldn't know. I don't know. I don't I, know. I don't. I, I thought it was Tim. I think you're but... thinking of Dickinson again. I could Tiny be thinking Tim. of Tiny Tim. <laughs> Mm-mm. Good old Dickinson. Yeah. If I remember correctly, he had one crutch, and all he wanted was a goose <laughs> yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. Is that was this checking out? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Uh. Anyway, so. That's where their heads were at. They weren't like over, like overtly superstitious, but they were also open to interpreting signs. Mm-hmm. So I just it was like it was like fashionable like a parlor game kind of thing. Right, 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 right. It, like I, it wasn't like just for funsies. It it was socially acceptable. It wasn't like it was the yeah, it was so huge. Do. It was like the yeah, biggest yeah, it, trendy thing ever. Yeah, at that it, time yeah. it was a perfectly good way to spend an evening. Like they also like. Spent evenings around the piano, singing. Yeah, like, <laughs> singing it was to boring. each other like weirdos. They didn't have Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it was God. weird. No entertainment. So, um, okay. So this is the spooky, ooky vision of Abraham okay. Lincoln. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. So he was getting ready, and he was checking himself in the mirror but when he saw himself he saw himself as he was in that moment but he also saw himself 
uh, in the future. But what he didn't understand was that it was after he had been shot because uh-huh. he was missing part of think? his face. Yeah. Oh gosh. And so it the way that he described it and it was only after I read it it was like he it was probably after his body had been prepared cuz he was saying that he was ghostly pale and that part of his face yeah. was missing and it was like the way he described it is like um you know when you put a slide over a picture so you can see through the picture uh-huh, uh-huh. So, like, that's how he saw it. And it was like he was... Yeah. It was like, you know, time folding in on itself a little bit because there was going to be such a huge disruption in the time-space continuing continuum that it, like, kind of, like, wrinkled there and he saw it. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of yeah. how I feel about it. It's creepy. Yeah. Creepy. And he so wrote he about this? this? He wrote about it. These are his words he that wrote he wrote about? about? Well, here's, did he tell people about it? Well, here's the thing, because sometimes he had, like, really... And again, I think Anne, you'll... Um, <laughs> yeah. You'll relate to this. He had terrible nightmares. But he told, like, his confidant about this vision because he was really disturbed by it. Because he, yeah, because you know, I mean, wouldn't you if you like? No, it be, was well, because there's there's certain dreams that you have where you're like, okay, I've got to tell somebody different. this 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 is something of note. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I I just I like I don't know what's going on. like I don't know if it's a spiritual thing or if like there is so like a these places in time that have so much resonance or energy that you you know a little bit before or ahead of time and afterwards i don't i i don't know yeah, what it I is know. but I, there's something yeah. there is weird happening is. i don't i don't know i believe it i've i've done enough communicative what never mind or like parallel I, dimensions. I've, keep, yeah, I've communicated enough with uh, alternative universes to know that, yeah. I mean, you know, I've even heard that there's certain birds <laughs> that can travel <laughs> through dimensions. That's not what I've heard. And they're like harbingers. Yeah, they're... Oh well, uh, it yeah, it depends. It depends on, yeah, sure. Surely you've never had an experience. Well, yeah, like that, I've Anne. had, I've had, I always dream, Where? I always dream about birds. I have very, not always, but, uh, the out of dream, always, the, I always dream of hawks. I sometimes <laughs> dream of hogs. I never dream Rarely. of hogs. <laughs> no, you said birds. Oh. I do have bird. When I have bird dreams, they're very. Um, so there are always birds for present. a certain person. There's always birds present. <laughs> Again, <laughs> are there dreams. always birds? Sometimes <laughs> birds. Hogs have a special portent. <laughs> Would you totally agree? Somewhat agree? (laughs) Right. How satisfied are you with your bird dream (laughs) representations? Yeah. Very satisfied? Uh, Somewhat satisfied. Look, do you want me to tell the story of this morning? It's not anything. Well, that's not why we keep talking about birds. But uh, although I I do... I'm just getting it in. That's good. A little off. Okay. Okay. So, guys, what what you don't know, because I've edited what I can only assume seamlessly, is um, (laughs) 
Cezanne was called away on an emergency, and my emergency, big old stinky doo doo. <laughs> God. That's not true. Uh, she, it's not yeah, it's not true. It's it not was, true. A family it's emergency not. in her colon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Well, look. Well, we are actually at the halfway point in our our spooktacular Halloween episode, <laughs> Acts of the Pod People. <laughs> and it is now time for Anne's historical spooky story. Yeah. Well, and and Gina was like, oh, do you have a spooky story? I was like, I really, you know, I really tried, okay? Uh Uh-huh. I tried, and, of course, I don't know if, I I told her it is, definitively, I I don't know that that's true. I, I said it's the worst tragedies in American circus history. But I don't, I don't know if it's the worst. Oh yeah, it, honestly, I. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna need you to what? send a bibliography over because if we don't put it up, I can't release the audio. Okay. And it's a joke. Like why? Oh. What? Like why would I doubt how serious these circus accidents are compared well, to other? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I I'll tell you what. There's a lot worse in that happened with the circus and PT Barnum. Okay, oh that that's not what this is about though. Oh, you're right. right, you're right. You're right. So, so what happened was there was a this was uh around Chicago and it, picture this. Mhm. 1918. Mm. And it was uh there was a train wreck of the Hagenbeck Wallace Circus. Which I think we all know. <laughs> oh, we all know and love when the Hagenbeck yeah. Wallace came to town. Hagenbeck Wallace. Well, and it's kind of depressing because what you gather is like, you know, people that were in the circus, um, guess what? <laughs> they um, didn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we're just kind of trying to survive. Sure. Anyway. So, uh, we've all seen the movie, uh, Dumbo, um, and so picture this train track and, okay, cha-cha-cha-cha-cha, the circus train, circus cars on the train tracks. Okay, look, buddy, I I, I can find some music, or do you want me to take, you want me to record that audio and loop it, or? Yeah, no. Okay, at the time, this was the nation's third largest uh, traveling circus entourage, for lack of a better word. Troop. Um, okay, so troop. Yeah. Now, good news is the train. The first train carrying the an- the show's animals <sighs> arrived at the station safely. Bad news is the second train. The second train's coming in, and um, I guess it came to a stop, and there was a mechanical problem, and a passenger train plowed into it. <gasps> um, so, what happened was, when that passenger train hit the circus train with the people, the kerosene lamps ignited, and these are train cars made of wood. Um, so a fireball <gasps> proceeded to go through the train cars. Um, for example, I read the story of, oh God, this is so sad. Joe Cole Jr. He was two and a half years old, <gasps> billed as the youngest clown in the United States. Uh, and his brother, um, Okay, and this is a quote from the Tribune at the time. 
because only a Tribune report at the, at the time in 1918 would say members of a celebrated clowning family. Okay. That's not really a good way to phrase it. Anyway, the father... They don't uh, say that much anymore. <laughs> they don't. The celebrated clowning family? No, no. Um, the the father saw the, the, the kids and the mom uh, burned to death. And it was like horrible right okay the part where a fireball came through and burned everybody up (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. and so what um it just so happened that before the before this this um accident had happened the showman's league had bought a plot of land in the cemetery (gasps) but they didn't know that they were going to need to do like a mass grave because that's what happened <gasps> because there was only five uh, people they could identify and the rest of the 48 people were so badly burned. They didn't know and it was. And when I say common grave, it wasn't like a mass grave of like, you know, genocide. I mean, they had their, they had coffins and stuff, but it was like, they don't know. And and they have headstones like unknown male, unknown female. Um, another headstone said Baldy. Another said Smiley. It's not funny, Gina. Okay, wait. Um. <laughs> <laughs> because, and what they, what they, the theory about the guy, Baldy, buried as baldy or yeah. smiley they're what might have been called roustabouts and these were like circus nomads and they would like join the show at the last like on a stop and they're like all right i'll get on the train and i'll I perform see. at the next show and so nobody really knew who they were or where they were going <laughs> and, and, and so it was probably it was just like nicknames they had in the circuit. Okay. Um, now yeah, that, we're gonna make, get that to makes a the little most, bit of makes the what? most sense to me. No, no, no. I that yeah. explanation. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does make sense. It wasn't like being rude. Like uh, we're not gonna put his birth name. We're just gonna put. Look, all we know is he said his name was Baldy. Like, and this is a whole another, a whole other podcast. If there is a podcast about like circus culture, it's fascinating. I would love to listen to it. Okay. Am I do? Yeah. But anyway, so, um, all right. Now we're gonna get to the the school the schoolyard urban legend Ooh. so at, so at this grave of the circus tragedy they have these elephants and uh sculptures and mm. they have their trunks lowered which supposedly and this is a, a, according to circus lore i don't know if this is verified by wildlife biologists but according to circus lore <laughs> And uh, a lower trunk is a sign the animal is mourning. So it's these five elephants. Now, there's this legend that there were elephants killed. And these stone elephants somehow mark the graves of the circus elephants. And the train wreck occurred. And the the dead elephants were too heavy to move. So they were dragged over to this other part of the cemetery and whatever. So I don't know. This is all like kids talking. And um, they're like, if you listen carefully, you can hear the cries of the elephants at the nearby Brookfield Zoo mourning the dead circus elephants. Uh-huh. And that is the story wow. of the circus tragedy of burning train cars and baldy and elephants well that was beautiful all right i mean it's it's not necessarily spooky but it's kind of creepy it is creepy like a little like the 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 nation's youngest clown 
Like, it's horrifying. It's actually a horror, like, story. Well, it actually, it works in well with the podcast in the way that, you know, there, this was a time before regulation as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, you know, when people talk about deregulating, so businesses, you know, have the freedom to grow, it's like, you know, there's a reason why regulations exist. Right. You know, because b- before then, you know, <laughs> there were a lot more things catching on fire and exploding. Like, yeah. businesses don't like going out of their way, making, like, spending a ton of money making things fire resistant and you know if they could like cut corners it's a like sure people they might lose a couple people it's still cheaper to pay off well and i i didn't see anything in these articles about why a passenger train just slammed into a different train you know like there probably weren't really that many Oversights on over, right, is that right, the right word. You know, oversight. Who's who's zooming? Who? <laughs> you tell them, <laughs> Aretha. Um, but yeah, no, I think it. I think it works in really well with the oeuvre. Yeah. Ooh, you know what? And you're touching on another thing. And what? What else was? talked about well in the article at the time uh-huh was like oh <clears throat> after this tragedy it was like hail that they they were so brave that with their dead not buried they put on the show in the next town again what else are they going to do? Yeah. Like, these are poor people shuffling from town to town. But, like, it, it makes it sound like they've got, like, all the choices in the world. Well, yeah, it's kind of like the, you know, when people talk about, like, the whole town put in so he could get a wheelchair. I'm like, that's not a feel-good story. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. yeah why couldn't he yeah, afford the, a wheelchair? Feel, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, you right. know, like that. Yeah. You know, uh, that's like not the, the show res- must go on. Is that is that what is that what it's about? It's about the show must go on. Right. I mean, not to offend like people. I'm sure there are in that subculture where that is uh, like something truly believed, but in the historical context. It's not just the show must go on. It's, well, fuck, what, I, I, I don't know. What, we got to get on the train and go to the next show. I, I've got to eat. You exactly. Know? I mean, like, there's no choice. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Horrible. Yeah. Well, um, so do you want to hear the, uh, my last... The link last in the Lincoln sandwich. Yes, yes. Okay, I love I love a good Lincoln. You know, you know Lincoln. The Lincoln assassination is what I credit uh, me getting into true crime because my my dad had a book called The Lincoln Conspiracy. Ooh, and it was like this, and it had like fo- it was a you know it was it. It it was a grown up book with mostly words. <laughs> no, it was like a novel. But like in the middle, it had pictures of like them on the gallows and all that. Oh wow! Like the the, uh, the supposed you know assassins and whatever. And the fact that I was like, oh my god, this so this murder may have been done by different murderers. Tell me more about the murdering murderers. You know? Yeah. Anyway, love it. Lincoln, do it. So, well then, this will... You might be more familiar than you think with this next story. So, as you know, the Lincolns were not alone in the Ford Theater. They were with another couple. Yeah, okay. Do you remember the name? No, I do not. It was 
Colonel Rathbone and his wife, I believe okay. his wife, or might it, it was either his wife or his sister, or somebody that it was appropriate for him. It was some chick that it was totally appropriate <laughs> yeah, it was, for him to it be was with. To- totally appropriate, totally appropriate. Like it wasn't his, <laughs> it wasn't his side piece that he brought to meet the president. <laughs> and um, so uh, he, he was sitting, and look, obviously this is a great honor for him. And um, so what happens is that when John Wilkes Booth comes in and he understands that he's coming for the president, Colonel Rathbone, like, just on instinct goes to shield him, but the the co-conspirator comes around to take him out, like, in football. Oh. Because they anticipate that he's going to have... Yeah. He's not going to be alone. Right. And he, like, and the uh, colonel is very much, like, he's like, if I die in the process of protecting him, like, that's what I'll do. So the guy that was with him had a knife, and he ended up, like, literally, like, ripping a seam (sighs) in his arm. Like, it was a nasty... And he, I think he stabbed the woman that he was with. Like, he was just, you know... Stabby. Going ham. Yeah. You know, like, revved up on... Like, they both were. It was like... That's what... The thing is, is that so much damage can be done, and so... Like, so much... It doesn't take much violence to, like, cause a lot of damage. Oh, yeah. And, um... Anyway... The problem is, is that, again, don't know why I'm so fixated on mental illness and untreated <laughs> mental illness. I'll never put that one together. I guess I could ask my therapist, but. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. I'll just. I don't know. I don't know why I'm an advocate. But mm. why I just need to talk about, like, hey, everybody, can we recognize mental illness? <laughs> no, you know what's so funny, though, is that um, there was, like, some huge percentage of people that had star- either started or finished a degree in counseling and before oh. they realized that, oh, I just needed to go to therapy. <laughs> I know, I haven't Like, that, they were yeah. so in denial and shamed by, like, yeah. that it was like, oh, I have no interest in doing this at all. I just needed therapy. Right. Anyway. Well, that that probably stems from, again, the, like, stigma placed on it. Like, well, you don't get treated. You help. You, you get help. Like, right. you, you, I, come on, everybody. Buck up. But, um, so anyway, the, after the assassination, he did not handle it well. And the, the um, sagebrush, I can't remember his name. I'm like, Dr. Sagebrush, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Admiral Sawdust. Is his name? Yeah, it was a Colonel Rathbone. <laughs> and the thing is, it's spelled R H A. No, wait, no, it's not. It's not spelled that way. Okay, <laughs> it is spelled R A T H B O N E, like Basil Rathbone. Yeah, like but I didn't my- want. My favorite actor from... I, oh, no. Here we the, go. Yeah, here we go. Go all from, the way. <laughs> the Sherlock Holmes films from the 1930s. Why are you so fucking weird? I mean, <laughs> I knew that, and I don't I don't know why I know that. Well, I should have... I mean, I should have remembered Rathbone. Well, when you said it, I, I, like, suppressed it. I was like... Don't get excited. Don't get excited. It's not Basil Rathbone. Well, I, the thing is, is that it's I, Dr. I, did, <laughs> I didn't know how to say it without like the syllabic stress on the bone. <laughs> 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 and 
And I didn't know if I should be like Colonel Rathbone. <laughs> like, you I know. I say Rathbone. 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 Like, it, it just sounded so country to me. Like, Colonel Rathbone. <laughs> anyway. Well, how do you say... Well, then how do you say the actor's name? I don't. Basil I don't. Rathbone. I've never had an occasion to say that name. Basil so. Rathbone. I wouldn't. You I, never had an occasion? You're like... Oh, what are you doing? I'm just watching Hound of the Baskervilles. <laughs> no, I've never Basil had Rathbone. that again. It's never happened to me. No. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I guess well, we're you're just missing fu- out. You're I guess we're out. just fundamentally different people, Ian. <laughs> I guess we'll just never understand each other. Much like Lincoln. <laughs> And the men who assassinated him (laughs) will just never see eye to eye. Okay, so Basil Rathbone didn't handle it well. Well, his name was Colonel Rathbone. (laughs) Colonel uh, Rathbone. Basil. uh, Nigel Rathbone. um, And uh, he worked himself. and, And again, like, you know. I think that he was, honestly, I just, I think it was PTSD, you know, like he wasn't handling it well. Why? Because not only was there. Why? The, why would he have, why Why would that be traumatic? The Civil War ended and the president's brains are on you. <laughs> and not only that, but feeling like you've disappointed all of America. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. thanks thanks for not coming through when we needed you, dude. Like, but I mean, yeah. there's nothing obvious. It's gonna it's it's a little traumatic. It's traumatic. Just a little. Just a little. Yeah. Well, come to find out, like, he they put him they post him in a, a military posting in Germany. And Weird. There, that's when there's like a lot of complaints that are making it like up the ranks. Like, okay, his behavior is becoming more and more erratic. Oh. And um, one night he um shoots his wife. And then he stabs himself. And when they they find him, he actually survives the stabbing, even though it's brutal. Yeah. His own stab, he stabbed himself. Yeah. Again, which is weird that it echoes the stabbing from that night. Yeah, I'm like, is this like Romeo and Juliet? In what way? Just, you know, how the stabbing. And I don't know. Did Romeo shoot Juliet in the head first or? (laughs) (laughs) Look. We all know I'm an I'm a master of English literature. So <laughs> I mean, it, it's alike in the way that Romeo didn't have an untreated mental illness that made him murder Juliet and then stab himself viciously. Yeah. Yeah. Other than see, that part. See? Okay. So, okay. Yeah, the big loser okay. in all of this is definitely <clears throat> the wives of both Abraham okay. Lincoln. Tell me again what Colonel Sagebrush did. <laughs> <laughs> like, at what point? He stabbed himself again in Germany? Yeah, that the in Germany he shot his wife dead. But then when it came to himself, he st- he didn't shoot himself. He stabbed himself. Like, it was supposed That's to be a really murder-suicide. 
that's really weird. Yeah. yeah, no, he definitely had some mental mental illness. Yeah. Like, that's weird. Yeah, and but the thing is, it's like, you know, again... And I'm not saying, like, you have mental... Oh, oh, you have mental illness? You don't know how to murder right. <laughs> like, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, well, I'm glad you clarified, because I think a lot of people were about to get upset. <laughs> No, but, it, no, I do, you know, again, I mean, it, it's still happening, so people still aren't getting treated properly for right. trauma. Or not not that trauma makes it more, more likely for you to murder somebody, but... So then what happened to him? Did he survive his self-stabbing? Well, that's the thing. He did, and um, he survived, and he lived out. Oh, no, he was, but he was institutionalized. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Ew, that's so weird. You know what? I did not know the story of the couple sitting next to Lincoln. All right, let's just run this down. We've talked about Lincoln. We've talked about the circus. We've talked about elephants. We've talked about hawks. Right. Um... We've talked about... Mental illness. Mental illness. And I feel like there's a song we talked about, but maybe not. Uh Uh-uh. Thankfully. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's just just a pipe dream of mine. (laughs) No, it's it's certainly not the time to start thinking about ways to introduce a song. Okay. That you certainly won't know the lyrics to. (laughs) (laughs) JFK, blown away. What more do we have to say? (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait, it's what more do I have to say? Or is it we? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, wait, you didn't nail it first time coming out the gate. (laughs) What shocking. (laughs) That was great. I love I love the Lincoln. So, anyway, I think, you know, it's going to be a solid spectacular. Sadly, Cezanne had to leave us early. <laughs> and not for any any sort of embarrassing biological reason. <laughs> that she'd be ashamed to say <laughs> or have known. That's not what happened. <laughs> I don't, like, I'm not lying about that, but, um, Right, right. Anyway, but if you want to reach us, um, axopod, gmail, axopod, your mama's house, <laughs> axopod, Twitter, Facebook, um, anything you want to say goodbye to the nice people? Yeah, no, I was just gonna, I was just gonna give them a little, uh... Oh, no. A little, a little listen. (laughs) Can you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. It's a hawk. Yeah. Oh, it's majestic. (laughs) Here's a juvenile. Does it sound cool over there? I just wanted to leave the listeners with a little bit of, um, it's one of my favorite websites. It's, uh, called allaboutbirds.org. Oh my God. And, um, <laughs> if you, if you hear a bird noise that you want to identify, go to it and I bet you can find it. Good. No, you're right. It is a good resource. <laughs> we'll put it up on the website. <laughs> So you'll have that um, when you need it, which I'm sure is going to be immediately and often. You'd be surprised how often I. I wouldn't, sadly. <laughs> that, that's where you're wrong. I would not be surprised how often you go to your bird website. I'm like, wait a minute, what is that, huh? And then I'm like, I think I know what it is. And then I'm like, mm-hmm, yep. I knew it. I knew it. 
It's the territory call of a screech owl. Mm. Wow. <laughs> well, thanks for that vulnerable glimpse into your mind and um, sharing that part of yourself. But um, anyway, so as oh. always, it's been, wow, what a journey. It's, yeah. What a journey. And, um, well, you know, we'll see you next week. Yeah. All right. Okay. Goodbye now. Bye. <laughs>